ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then Laverne and her choir proceed to sing. Payback is a bitch. Yeah. Payback is a bitch. Yeah. Payback is a bitch. Oh, yeah. Payback is a bitch. And Dr. Cox has got his hand up and his hand on his chest, and he's just dancing away. He's in the mood. He's in the movement, man. He's just like, payback is a bitch. And uh... Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Payback is a bitch. Payback is a bitch. Episode six, Apple Teeny, take two. <laughs> or it's, I need one of those little, yeah, the director board. Take two. You are now live. You're live. You're phenomenal. So we are here for episode number six. This episode, we are going to talk. Well, first of all, what's our drink? Apple teeny. Apple. Who would drink an apple teeny, and why? Well, I mean, I guess because we're making a podcast about cocktails. So, <laughs> why are we drinking apple teenies today? Can't just drink a Bud Light every week. That would get kind of boring. Yes, it would. So, why are we drinking apple teenies? Never get better. What? What? Well, we decided to talk a little bit about uh, some TV shows. Yeah, yeah. For, for a couple episodes, and and uh, we started with perhaps the best, the best of the best. Yeah, and I think about it, and we all have, all we have to go is down. That's well, yeah, that's true. I mean, for me, yeah, but there's right. only one that's well, yeah, there's only one that I could we could do an episode of that would be equal to this one, in my opinion, and that's Three's Company, <laughs> which I hope at some some point we do an episode about Three's Company on Three's Company. But this one is about Scrubs. All right, let's go. But there were a lot of hot girls on Scrubs, too. I have a list of them right here. You do. You do. And uh, JD had all of them. All of them. Turk was, Turk's heart was in one place. Well, that's fine. Turk's, Turk's woman is hot, 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 too. I have heard I have heard Donald Faison say he wished that the show hadn't started with him and Carla together so quickly. So he had had a little bit of chance to <laughs> dip his toes. Have some fun. Because watching Zach get to, you know, date all these <laughs> superstars made him a little jealous. So, so yeah, we, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously a big, big fan of Scrubs. Like I said, it's my, of anything that's been put on broadcast TV, it's not fair to compare shows that are on premium or, or cable TV to the, Shows that are on broadcast because there's an unfair advantage when you get to when you can show boobies and say fuck. So Scrubs, always a bonus. Scrubs didn't have that advantage, but they uh, compared to other shows on broadcast TV. I don't think anybody did a sitcom better, and y'all can debate me with that on on our Facebook page when we when we post this. Please do. I would like to know what everybody's favorite sitcoms are. Sitcom. There you go. I imagine Seinfeld will be on the list. Friends will be on the list. Office. Office, Park and Rack, all those, but this one is mine. 
This does not. This would not be York. Elf. 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 Oh, Elf. 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 Love it. Not Elf. Elf. No, Elf. Elf. It's with an A. I, yeah. Oh, I know. Otherwise, you're talking about like the I, greatest animal. Otherwise, you're talking about the greatest Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> wonderful life. Huh? It's a wonderful life. Greatest Christmas movie ever. Hmm. Funniest Christmas movie ever. Oh, sorry, all right. Elf. All right, I'll give you that. But we're not here to talk about this. So we're here to talk about Scrubs. There's a lot to talk about Scrubs. So let's. Well, let's talk about Apple Teeny. Let's. Oh yeah, let's talk about Apple Teeny first. Apple Teeny. I'm gonna. I'm. By the way, I'm gonna break down the the lie that we're telling. We are drinking Apple Teenies, but we also both have another cocktail. We are double fisting. <laughs> so the Apple Teenies are small. They're they're almost shots. So yeah. So we uh, we we also our, mixed up some other cocktails. Teeny glasses. So while you uh, Dimples just has a straight glass of rum. Yeah. And I just concocted something with some vodka. And some I added more rum and a little bit of this Sprite. Oh, you did put some Sprite in there? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. All right. So what's in our Appletinis? We got our Appletini recipe straight from uh, Donald Faison and Zach Braff. They did a Instagram live from their podcast, which I love as well. And kind of that, that their podcast kind of pushed me over the edge to start making ours because we've been talking about it for a while. And over the edge. But uh, yeah, they did a, they did an Instagram live where they drank Appletinis and were we were using their recipe. One and a half ounce vodka. One and a half ounce. We are using apple brandy, but they use Calvettos. Half an ounce of apple schnapps. Did you put apple schnapps in this? I did put apple schnapps oh, in this. I didn't see that one. Yeah. And two ounces of apple juice mm-hmm. and a squirt of lemon juice. And a squirt. Shake her up and over ice. Good shaking. Not over ice. Shake it with ice. Yeah. And then strain into some tiny martini glasses. Mm. And now comes the sample. We'll show. We'll show. We'll show a picture. Um. We will show some pictures. We actually we'll need to get take, some pictures. Yeah. Before this is over. We always forget to take the pictures before we start the podcast, I and I don't want to stop in the middle to take the picture. So we'll cheers. We'll do it the break. I would choose you with these glasses, but they're they're all small. They're very very delicate. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are very old glasses. Oh, oh, oh! I like it. Yeah, I like it. I, I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> not sure how to how to rate it. How to rate it? I feel like I already rated it. You well. Um, we've been in this position before, but let's let's rate them because we like them. Let's try some more. You want? That's right. I want. No, I want to take another another little sample. You can't. You never can rate on your first sip. You always got to. Now he's got a double sip. So hmm. Hmm. I am I'm definitely digging it. Okay. I uh I mean if you like apples. Yeah, if you like apples and uh it's it's easy drinking. So you'd go into a bar and you'd order a apple teeny, easy on the teeny. <laughs> Of course. You got to order it JD style. <laughs> Apple teeny, please. Easy on the teeny. There's also an episode where he orders a nectarini. And the bartender's like, I don't know what that is. And it's like, it's an Apple teeny, but with nectarines. <laughs> bartender's like, I can't make that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to But he doesn't order the nectarini easy on the teeny. So he must want to really get fucked up that he night. He wants. So... 
All right, I'm gonna rate this thing. I'm gonna. We've now gone to uh, for all of our loyal listeners. They know our rating system, which goes <laughs> one to five, and then we added. That's so funny. Our loyal listeners. <laughs> All four, all four of you. That's that amazing. That's amazing. Episode five. Um, our 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 rating system goes one through five, and then that wasn't good enough, so we added <laughs> we added point fives, and then that wasn't good enough, so then we added plus and minus. But I think uh, Dimples wants he Dimples just wants a straight two point eight or two point six or two point. I would have used it. I would have been using it. So. Jesus, this is this is my deja vu, my deja vu. The episode, my deja vu, my deja vu. Why? Well, I feel like I've been in this exact same situation before, where your drink is empty long before I've even got going on mine. Well, sorry. Yeah, like you're doing these things like shots. I'm enjoying it. That's good. All right, I'm gonna rate <laughs> it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a two and a half plus. This is better than average. I. I uh I would if I could get it just like this every single time, which I didn't one other time that I had it. Yeah. I <laughs> better. It's yeah, I like it. I like now it. Now you like it. Yep. I think uh it's a little smoother. Huh. Hmm. I think uh I actually bartended this time, which was unique. Normally I am not the one to make a cocktail, so I mean I'm assuming that I'm just a better bartender. Maybe. Maybe. So, I think I maybe I'll take over bartending. You're a little partial to your own stuff is what I think. It is. Yeah, I am a little, yeah. That's Look at what, this. That's what you call narcissism. I, I made it. This is amazing. I know, yeah. You made it? Eh. Eh. The exact same drink. I don't know what you mean. My deja vu, my deja vu. I, just, I got a riddle for you. I'm going to give mine a... Um, a a two minus minus yeah yep okay fair enough i like how your two minus you've just guzzled twice <laughs> i feel it's a negative it's a minus because it makes me drink more i feel i feel like um i'm being punished with your rating for some reason i, I feel like you're inflating your rating for some reason I yeah maybe. <laughs> I'm a damn good bartender. What can I say? Nothing to say. All right, before are we done talking about this drink, this awesome apple tea? I mean, to be fair, my my bartending, and I still only gave it a two and a half, which means I'm only average. <laughs> so I'm with you. Which is that's pretty right. I'm pretty average. So all right. So we're going into episodes of Cubs. Episodes, episodes. First, let's talk about all the hot girls. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to get this out of the way because, you know, because you're, you're shallow. I'm as deep as the hot girls will let you be. <laughs> I'm as deep as the girl I'm pursuing needs me to be. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I I, I want to talk about the hot girls on Scrubs because I think a lot of times you see you see these sitcoms and you go like like how could this guy ever? There's no way this guy would ever. And JD has like just a laundry list of girls that I'm like, 
Really? Really? He's a doctor. Really? Yeah. Well, and he, yeah, and he's good looking. I'm not going to lie. He's good. Looking. Oh, we need to discuss that first. How good looking he is? How, how good looking he is. No. You and I, if one of us is Turk and one of us is JD, how does that work? Which one's Turk and which one's JD? Well, you just got done saying JD is good looking, so obviously that's me. Well, Turk is good looking too. Then that's me too. <laughs> so I'm I'm Ted. <laughs> Sing. Aww. Oh. <laughs> I love I love the episode where Ted, where they're like, "You're the sad sack of the hospital," and he goes to put a pen in his in his shirt pocket, and it bleeds all over, and he's like, "Aww." And he goes. <laughs> He takes me, doesn't realize he's got ink all over his hand and he puts it on his head. He's like, oh, and then he's got ink all over his head. Oh, Ted. So, oh, Ted. yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. JD's list of girlfriends Kylie, Tamara, played by Maria Menunos, Menunos, Menudo. Menudo. That was a boy band, right? That was a boy band. Okay. Kylie was, I don't know who Christy Fair, I don't know who that is, but. Gift Shop Girl, played like played by Sarah Lancaster, who went on to do Chuck. Julie, played by the beautiful Mandy Moore. Danny, played by the once beautiful. Now she has not aged well. Life, she life got turned on its head for Tara Reed. True. She uh she took a yeah. But yeah. But back at the time of the show. She was, yeah. Super cute. Jamie, otherwise known as Tasty Coma Wife, played by Amy Smart. Molly Clock, played by oh, what's what's a good adjective for Heather Graham? The uh, uh, mm, phenomenal, phenomenal. The the yeah, she's vivacious. She's a beautiful lady who also is from our fine state of Wisconsin. We got Kim, played by Elizabeth Banks, who he impregnates without entering the village. Just amazing guy right there. Airstrike. All his talents. Airstrike to the outlying regions. One of my favorite quotes from the whole show. And then, of course, the love of my life. Wait, I mean the love of JD's life. Sarah Chalk. Elliot. Elliot. Uh, Great comedic actress. Great comedic, yeah, great comedic actress. Yeah, beautiful lady. Physical she's, and timing. She's, yeah, she's she's funny. She, yeah. You know, she, the, she held it together. I end. also, I didn't even mention, like, he also sleeps with Jordan, Jordan. played by, what's her name? Krista Miller. Mm-hmm. He also sleeps with Ooh, that JD. Nina Broderick, played by Juliana Margulies. Rascal. So he has had a bevy. I mean, he makes David Duchovny look like a wuss. <laughs> Excuse me, Hank Moody. I don't even know who David Duchovny is. Hank Moody. Yeah, he makes Hank Moody look like a. Yeah, he's had a good. He had a good run. He had a good run. He had a great run. Yeah. yeah. That also there was a, there was the girl in the first season in the, from the MRI machine. I don't remember her name, but she was pretty cute too. So, JD. I mean, over eight seasons, we've got. Up for JD. We've got. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve hotties over eight seasons. And then he eventually ends up. Well, I assume everybody's watched Scrubs, so 
he ended up with who he should have ended up with. Absolutely. She's his she's his lobster. getting there. She's his lobster. His lobster. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about the best of the best. Our favorite. Our favorite episodes from the eight seasons of Scrubs. We, there's, we, only eight. there's eight seasons of Scrubs. <laughs> and then there's a then there's a, a what do they call those? A spin-off that they should have named something other than Scrubs to not taint what was the Scrubs name brand. Yes, because while I don't mind season nine, I mind that it came after what was a perfect ending to the to the series because they ended it so well with the season eight finale. But and, you know, and then they just cash grabbed it and pretty much, yeah. But that's okay. It's still it's still, it's still silly, it's still funny. Yeah. Pittsburgh. All right. Honorable mentions. Because I know you're gonna have some honorable mentions. Well, I have an honorable mention for you. For me. Just for you. For me. Yep. Because uh when oh. I when I watch it, I reminded me of why do I feel like this is not gonna be this is not gonna be a nice thing. More, more of a... I'm always nice. Okay, let's hear it. I'm always nice. Let's hear it. The episode My Old Lady. Okay, let's hear it. Let's see. When JD, um, everybody, this is how he treats me. <laughs> he, he he clings on to an old lady, and in in during it, he gets done talking to her, and he comes out of the you know comes out and says, I think it's her or someone. Oh, how is this with Mrs. Turner? Tanner. Tanner. And she's a neat old lady. And I either as Cox or Turk said, um, JD, the 40s called and want their word back. And you love the word neat. You are the yes. You are the you use the word neat. So this is how he treats me. He makes fun of me every time I say the word neat. Yes, because the 40s call and they want their words back. <laughs> and then like a scene later, Dr. Kelso comes go and he says, I, I was treating Miss Tanner. And Dr. Kelso goes, Oh, she's a neat old lady. Yeah, because he's 100 years old. 100 years old. Well, so that's in dedication to you because she is a neat old lady. So that, but that's not an honorable mention. That's just a honorable because that's an that's an honorable mention on my list because because she's a neat old lady. Because she's a neat old lady. She is a neat old lady. Uh, I wrote down that I thought it was the first actually really good episode. It was the first one that. I thought the first three were fine, but this one really drew me in. It was, you know, it had a lot of emotion to it, a lot of heart to it. And uh, I, silly I, comedy. Yeah. And I finally thought, okay, this show is something I'm going to, I'm going to actually get into. It also has the scene with JD and death playing connect <laughs> four. And one of the, one of my favorites of the pretty sneaky death when, when death beats JD and connect four, even though JD's cheating. And because uh, you can't cheat death, you can't. Cheat death, yeah. But that's that's not the that's not what you know because every episode of Scrubs has him sum it up with no some nights. That's not what the, the sum the summation at the end of the show is. is. Not, but, but it should have been. It should have been because yeah, that was a uh, a sly little way to throw that in there. Pretty yeah. sneaky death. Can't cheat death. It's so a that, play off the the original commercial. Yes, it is a play off the original commercial. And my uh, my daughter and I, my daughter loves to play Connect Four. Nice. And I have to, I have to cheat for her to win because otherwise, you know, just whoop her ass every time. <laughs> I, 
you be, you show her. I can beat a five year old and connect four like nobody's business. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not just average it, connect four. Okay. Oh gosh. No, no, no. I see that. I see that. Next honorable mention for you. Um, I've got a couple where I just like parts yeah. out of it. Sure. Um, one that makes me giggle all the time is the uh, my heavy metal episode M E D D L E. Um, guy, all he wants for on his deathbed is to be listen to the song "Talk Dirty to Me." Oh yeah, and he's is he, he's in a coma. He's right? in a coma. Sing, yeah. So Carla plays it. And oh, that's right. She tries playing it. Yeah. Through through a boombox, and then Kelso says he's in a coma. You don't really have to do it. Yeah. But she felt guilty and really tried to play it for him. So again, kind of goes back to what you're saying. You know, in incorporated uh, sincerity and and then he, and he, funny. He takes away the boombox, right? He and, does. He does. And then they have to just sing it to him. So she ends up singing it to him softly, and yeah, and Ted comes in. Oh yeah, it's Ted pretty sense. It's pretty, but it's a it's a neat scene. But my favorite, it's my, neat. my favorite neat part, two favorite parts. Hey, you know what we should do? What for our loyal listeners? Sing to him? No, no. We should, our loyal listeners should create a drinking game based on every time you say neat. Ooh, <laughs> you be drunk. Yeah, every time Dimple says neat, you, you take drunk. a drink. You won't be fun. <laughs> neat um what makes me well that's the one that jd goes to the bar in his onesie oh he does oh yeah all right. All right. <laughs> cox says we're going out yeah yep. he's brushing his teeth in the onesie so he has his toothbrush with him at the bar <laughs> right yes, yes so it's a funny episode but my favorite part is um because carl is working late and elliot says to turk you know oh you're alone wild wild night tonight he's and he just says I'm going to scarf down fast food at 7 o'clock. Between 8 and 11, 15, I'll be in the bathroom. And that's a good night. <laughs> it cracks me up. <laughs> a three-hour shit. <laughs> uh, he was so so happy. His smile is what cracks me up. He's going to have tingly legs. <laughs> he will, but he'll, he'll do worth it. So one night I was putting I was putting Gracie to bed, right? And you were in there for three hours? Well, no, I was only in there for like 20 minutes. But she's got a tent on her bed. So I'll lay in there on my back with one leg in the tent and one leg out of the tent on the floor. So as she falls asleep, I go to get up and realize that my leg that's outside of the tent is asleep. And down I go. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! And she wakes up, of course. I got to lay here a little. So, yeah, tingly legs happen. You sit on that chitter for three hours. You might fall face first into the bathtub getting up. Well, so. That's true. That's true. Just saying. So be careful. Once you get the squatty potty. Be, be careful. You be careful out there. Get the squatty potty. Then you don't have to worry about tingly legs. Oh, okay. You know what the squatty potty is? When you like you put your feet up? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the what you're really supposed to. That's how you're really supposed to do it. And yeah. it just slides. Just easy peasy lemon squeezy. Do you have one? No. Oh. No. I do not have one. I don't. Nope. All right. My next. Well, okay. So, yeah. We're officially, uh, we're not officially doing honorable mentions. We're just talking episodes. Of course, we, uh, I just have a list of things that I enjoyed from the show. And of course, Eagle <laughs> is one of them, which we'll talk. I mean, if you've seen the show, you know what we're talking about. But JD and Turk, JD likes to ride Turk's back and scream Eagle because they are just the best of friends. I love the uh, I love the the quote when JD has has uh, himself a good set of blue balls and he's well I don't know if it's blue balls yeah I guess it's blue balls 
he's in the shower and uh and he's he's in a cold shower and he's trying to get himself <laughs> less turned on and he starts talking about his great aunt judy's arm fat so which is repeatedly yes he's being arm fat he, which is something i for some reason bring up on occasion and people have no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> and it's yeah it's not even worth explaining i just let them let them wonder but you have an aunt judy I don't think I do actually. No, you don't, but they yeah. Yeah. they'll think you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't make me uh doesn't make me giggle. The uh one of the funniest scenes for me happened in my way home. On my honorable mention uh, list, sir. Excellent. Um among so many things, but that's the one with uh the Todd had the inflatable doll. <laughs> the Todd. And then, of course, he gives his high five. Inflatable five. Inflatable, inflatable five. five. Oh, no, but uh, JD was on call, and the doctor, uh, uh, intern, calls JD in, and JD's like, this is simple. You shouldn't be calling me for, in for this stupid stuff. And then Dr. Cox walks up and says, this is what you call um he does not you know i told him to call you yeah 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 for all those times you called me paged me for no reason and then this is such a glorious moment for me just to rub it in your face i brought in laverne's choir and he pulls back a curtain <laughs> and then laverne and her choir proceed to sing payback is a bitch yeah payback is a bitch yeah payback is a bitch oh yeah payback is a bitch and dr cox He's got his hand up and his hand on his chest, and he's just dancing away. He's in the mood. He's in the movement, he's man. He's just like, payback is a bitch. And, uh, yeah, X me up every time I see it. Let's also talk about the opening scene. <laughs> well, first of all, My Way Home is on my honorable mention list because it's a Wizard of Oz homage, homage, whatever they call that. It is. Um, there's a lot of references to, to Wizard of Oz. But it starts with our, our pal JD in a bathtub, which – when I messaged you earlier today about <laughs> getting together to do this show, I said, what's up, buddy? And you're like, yeah, I'm just in the tub. Or I just got out of the it's tub. Fair. I just got out of the tub. Yeah, you had taken a tubby. I did take a tubby. So did you listen to uh, Toto while you were in the tub? I did, I did not. Oh. I was. I did watch two episodes of Scrubs while I was, oh, all right. well, while I was sitting there. Well, that's good enough. Then. Was yeah. my way home one of them? It was not. Okay. <laughs> it was not. But once I started it, I just let him play hands wet, you know. So that was not part of it. It doesn't doesn't really matter which episodes. Most of the time, I just you just plop my, punch yeah. one, let them go. Yeah, I have the weird. I got to watch them in order. Oh, I got another in situation. No, but that would have been funny to play that because then he eats the cocoa butter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some 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 body some, butter. Some body butter. Ooh, then he takes a lick, and then later, like in the episode, um, Elliot, he's he's talking close to Elliot. Elliot goes. Did you eat my cocoa butter? <laughs> your breast, your breast, and he's like, "No." Hmm. <laughs> uh, I got, I got uh, my jiggly ball on Ooh. my honorable mention list as well, and only really for, I don't really remember much of the episode other than the my jiggly ball storyline, where the janitor is always messing with JD, makes up this game because JD's such a know-it-all that the janitor knows that he won't admit to the fact that he doesn't 
know what my gig, my jiggly ball is, even though there's no such thing, <laughs> but the janitor has convinced everybody in the hospital to help him convince JD that there is. And by, if, if they do, they all get to throw tennis balls at him. So the last scene or one of the last scenes of the episode, they, he finally is like, I'm ready to jiggle. <laughs> what is he uh, like? You want to play jiggly ball? And JD's like, jiggle me in. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they go out to the parking lot and, they put JD in the jiggle circle and they all throw tennis balls at him. And, uh, and then after he's laying in the, on the ground in the fetal position from getting hit by so many tennis balls, they're like, okay, who caught the jiggle ball? And Laverne is in earlier in the episode, he had given Laverne some shit about something. So she wants some revenge. So she just takes that ball from like a foot away from him and just winds up and drills him. Good old Laverne. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that made my, my list just based on that scene alone. My other is my cake. And the, the scene that made my honorable mentions was when um, Heather Graham, the psychiatrist, and Turk would say, you're the devil woman. So devil. You don't want to know what's going on in my head. And, and they said, I wonder what's going on in Turk's head. And JD says, I've got this one. And he drifts off. <laughs> and he, and uh, Heather Graham, the, the, the doctor, is in a negligee and Carla's in a negligee and they, they're in like a carpeted room kind of like the old i dream of genie and they're in those just the two of them and they're getting close together and heather graham goes i didn't know you were a lesbian and carla goes in turk's mind i am <laughs> and, then they, and then they go in to kiss and right before they kiss jd pops out of it and he's like oh why do i always wake up in the good part's gonna happen why do my fantasies always oh and then Heather Graham goes, I don't know. And then leans in to kiss him. And then right before she kisses him, he pops out of it. <laughs> and he's talking to Turk. Why does it same thing? And Turk goes, Well, maybe you want some I don't know, whatever. Chocolate? Chocolate goodness. And then he goes in for a kiss, and so it just keeps going. <laughs> pops out. <laughs> oh yeah. That is a great episode, which I have that episode made my top five list. So yeah, we will. I'll get to that when we get to the top. When we get to the actual top fives, got it. But we can't go into our top five. We we can't without mentioning my musical. Oh, because it's not in either one of our top. How do you know it's not my number one? I don't know that. Yeah, like, but I can't go into. It's not in your top my five. Top. Okay. But obviously not. That's the least obvious thing about this episode because I would have put money on it being your number one. My number one. Because the whole episode is a musical. It, it certainly is, yes. Um, which I love. And um, that's why, but it just kind of get, got getting knocked out. It was it was up there high right away. But so I just wanted because how do you not like, a, you know, a musical? And when they sing songs as their doctors, Everything comes down to poo. <laughs> everything comes down, down to poo. Amazing. And even better than everything that comes down to poo is. And there was an introduction poo poo song. Um, this guy loves. 57. Oh, that's okay. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh. Good. Let's face the facts about me and you. <laughs> a love unspecified. I freaking get in trouble for this. They like it. And that's why I keep them inside. Because this bear 
this bear. And sometimes it's easier to hide and explain our guy love. That's all it is. Guy love. He's mine on his. There's nothing to say about it. Okay, I can't we can't play that. Sorry. Oh. I'm probably gonna have to edit that out to get it. No. No. Well, my, my problem, my fear is that I do think, I think that part of our March Madness episode problem is that I use the terms March Madness in this description. Now you just said it, so they're... Yeah, now this episode will get booted too. <laughs> my, don't fuck with March Madness. They will fuck your shit up. They find you. Yeah. I think that's why none of you have listened to Nothing But Net. That's what I'm guessing anyway. Anyway, yes, that's first. from, Guy Love is from my musical and Guy Love explains the relationship between dimples and the beard as well although one of us is not a chocolate bear but yeah i don't know what i mean by that <laughs> rewind <laughs> uh, i hope i yeah i'm gonna leave that in what's the yeah. worst that happens exactly. bill lawrence sues us that'd be great i would I, yes please sue us bill lawrence then we'll meet you in court right yeah, I would imagine. Oh yeah, go ahead. We'll take it off. I'd imagine Zach and and Donald would have to come to court too. Yeah, since absolutely, like, yeah. it's their voices. It's their voices. Why do you need a sample if you think I'm just a Because the answer's not in your head, my dear. It's in your butt. <laughs> See? See? Everything comes down to poo. From the top of your head <laughs> to the sole of your shoe, <laughs> we can figure out what's wrong with you by <laughs> That's your poo. <laughs> okay. If you don't find that funny, I don't know. Like, everything comes down. You to need to look poo. at that poo. <laughs> just, let's, just listen to the song. All right, let's do it. Top five. Do, 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 do. Boom. Who's going first? I'm going to go first. Go, man. Go. Uh, I think we already took what well, we did. We did. My number five was on your honorable mentions list. My number five is my cake. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and while you went with all the delicious porn benefits of it. Which I did like. Funny. It was also a very heartfelt episode because it was the episode where JD's dad, who was played by John Ritter in previous episode, true, true, true. Uh, passes away. And, and the, the whole thing, the story behind the episode is is Jack Ritter, or Jack Ritter, Jack Ritter, Jack Tripper, John Ritter was supposed to be in the episode, but he passed away the weekend prior to filming. And they quickly rewrote that portion of the story they brought uh who, who i can never JD's remember his brother man. yeah the actor who plays uh i don't remember him uh jd's brother and and he delivers a cake because that's how they always tell each other in the family when somebody's died um so yeah you have you have jd struggling with his dad's death and it's like one of the only episodes where the janitor doesn't give him any shit through the whole episode which is unique he messes with he messes with dr Co uh, dr kelso instead and that Yes, and and Doctor Cox actually punches JD in the face because he doesn't know how to. <laughs> there's a, there's a point where where uh, Elliot's like, "Did you console him?" And he's like, "No, I punched him in the I face." Him in the face. <laughs> so, mm. and then there's you know, but there's also humor. I mean, like we talked about your stuff, the stuff you mentioned, and then there's also the well, scenes there was. Where... Um, correct me off through the whole episode. Um, Doctor Kessel pulls up with Ted in his convertible, and Ted's got like his hair, oh, like, like bozo. <laughs> And the whole episode, he's trying to get his hair to, <laughs> to hold down, but he walks around with it straight out the sides. And, and then some, something happens. He's like, oh, I just got it slicked down. He got it slicked down, and then the janitor scares him. And like, 
So they do incorporate humor. Again, oh. I think we, we, we keep talking about how they, they incorporate both. And, uh, and the, the scenes with Dan in the, in the, in the bathtub, bathtub because he's, yeah, he's useless after his dad dies. So he just, he's in a bathtub for like two straight days or whatever. And Dr. Cox, Three, four days, yeah, something like that. Dr. Cox is like uh, something about, there's gotta be more pee than water in here now. <laughs> and Dan's like, I think the ratio has gone that way. <laughs> and, and when JD leaves for work, he, he's like, well, how am I going to get more beer? JD lifts up the toilet seat and he's got a six pack of beer in the toilet with uh, ice and shit. And he pulls it out with a toilet plunger. He does. He Zook. Yes. And they duct tape his head so he doesn't drown <laughs> to the back of the toilet. So yeah, he, plenty of humor mixed in there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good one. That's that's one of the good and the ending. And it's again, they they wrapped it up really nice at the end with uh, Dr. Coxon's over with some beer and they all wear hockey jerseys and and watch football. <laughs> JD doesn't know the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the three of them sitting. Yeah, it's yeah. bond. So that was a, yeah. So they do a great job. It's one of those episodes that is what Scrubs did, combined good humor and, and good emotion. Yes, which you know what, my number five is completely mixed with that. Yeah, yeah. My long goodbye. Yeah, love the episode because I don't because that's when Laverne dies, but they did it well. Now uh, Laverne is hilarious <laughs> throughout this season with their one liners. Um, so yeah, unfortunately there, but that was on uh, the whole uh, Dr. Cox baby being born on the same day induced. And oh yeah. Dr. Cox doesn't want his baby associated with Laverne's death, so he hides it from everybody. Um, <laughs> cracks me up though, and they're all saying goodbye. Everybody goes in and says their goodbye, and they tell a little funny story, and then they say goodbye, and then Dr. Kelso's in there, and he kind of is heart, you know, heart, yeah, yeah. heartful thing. Yeah, they all leans in. The, it leans in to kiss Laverne. Oh, and I we forgot. I got to tell you. So throughout the thing, Laverne's ghost is following Carla. Oh, yeah, talking. Yeah. Yep. And so Carla sees it and kind of is like, "Oh my God, he's kissing you!" And Laverne just goes, "Yeah, we did it <laughs> years ago. We did it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Threw me off, cracked me up every time. Um, Laverne is such a great character. She is. So I like, I like the episode where she's selling. Her husband's bowling shoes. JD doesn't un- unknowingly buys her husband's used bowling shoes. <laughs> That's early on. <laughs> and the whole thing is Laverne is hanging on until Carla can find her strength to go in and say goodbye. And then and then she passes yeah. after that. So that was heartfelt and saying goodbye to Laverne. Um, but they mixed in a lot of funny. The good funny, one funny part was they're like, she could come out. We've had a coma patient since 1984 and he's out, he's with us today. He comes moonwalking out of the, the room in a that Michael Jackson jacket. <laughs> he's he made it out. Look at that. Yeah, he's perfect. So yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh, that's yeah, that's good stuff. All right, on to number four. My number four on the list. This one, I'm trying to think. Not a lot of not a lot of heart or emotion to this one. This one is pretty just strictly good. Nothing Solid humor. Nothing wrong with that. Um, the episode is called My Last Chance, and it's all based around JD's character or JD trying to uh trying to get in the sack with with Molly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heather mm-hmm. Graham's character before she she's accepted a job in Milwaukee in homage to her hometown, her real life hometown. Um she's accepted a job. And she tells JD that if he can get permission from <laughs> Elliot, because him and Elliot have had an ongoing kind of feud about some things that happened, and and uh, 
if he can get permission from Elliot that, you know, they can, they can have sex before she leaves. So he goes to Elliot and gets a note that he, he believes says that he, you know, will give him permission. So he goes through a, a lot of <laughs> hardship to try and get to Molly before she leaves. At one point he's taken the janitor offers to help and, uh, and then takes him out to the middle of nowhere and, and kicks him out of his van. And JD's <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he's like, the janitor's like, it's been four years. How do you not get this? <laughs> and leaves him stranded in the middle of nowhere in his hospital gown. <laughs> and then then he calls Turk and Carla brings Turk there. And then Turk says something to piss Carla off. And she leaves them both. And then uh, Turk asks JD where his cell phone. And he's like, the coyote took it after he treed me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then he finally, he finally gets to, to Molly. It's four o'clock in the morning she's putting all her all her suitcases in the cab to leave for the airport and he uh he gets the note to her and she opens the note and she's like i think this is for you jd and he looks at the note and the note is from elliot and says now we're even <laughs> <laughs> so he never gets his i don't think he, so yeah technically he never my our when we were talking girlfriends before he never does sleep with dr no. molly clock because she wouldn't because of elliot they make out a little bit but never yeah yeah so yeah, that's that's number my number four, my last chance. Oh, and all I have for the note was, or my my notes on the show was the note with an exclamation point <laughs> because it was yeah. That's funny. Um, so my my number four goes back to what you had said before with the uh, my cake, but this one was the introduction of JD's dad, mm-hmm. my old man, played by John Ritter. Which, Woo! Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a uh, yeah, I grew up with uh, his company, and uh, I thought he was funny when he, when he on this episode. He's, he's fucking hilarious. Yes, um, this the whole montage when he first arrives, and um, they sit down, and they're between JD, the dad, and Turk. Some some exercise girls are on the TV, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, of course, the dad says, "You know, I can't help it. I'm a man." And uh, Turk, this is. Men love the boobies. <laughs> they all bond over that. <laughs> and turns, Men do love the boobies. And then he turns to JD and says, your mom had beautiful bosoms. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to bed. Ew, I don't want to know about this. <laughs> all within a scene. Oh. Uh, he turns to Turk. What's your policy on farting? <laughs> oh, we allow it. it was anything game. I mean, come on. No. Uh, so funny. Um, so this is John Ritter. It's uh, it. He plays it so well. Hold you, my finger. Yeah, the excitement I had over the fact that John Ritter was going to play, yeah, JD's dad. I bet was was yes, large. I being a huge, huge Three's Company fan, a huge fan of John Ritter. Yeah, I was I was thrilled when when I realized that he was playing the dad. I only wish there had been more episodes with him in. That's true. That's true. You know, he only got the one episode and. Uh, yeah, well, in my my cake, I don't know where they when they filmed it, but he was in a flashback. JD flashback to his birthday, and and the dad. The whole point was, I mean, you know, my dad wasn't didn't couldn't give me everything. Yeah, and he's like, okay, you hold on to this bike because oh, next year you'll get a new part. So he gave me a bike one part every year. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the flashback. So okay, technically he's in two episodes. But yeah, it was just it was that was the only scene. Yeah. Um, but one of my, I mean, besides that introduction of them talking, they're uh, 
John Ritter's at the hospital at the eating lunch, eating a jello cup, and they're talking. He's like, I'm gonna go steal another jello cup. <laughs> Which just the way he said it was super funny. And then he comes back, doesn't look like he has it, but he's got it like outside of the cup jello in his hand. Throws <laughs> it out of the table and sits down and eats it. He literally went up and stole the jello cup. <laughs> he stole the jelly yeah, jello out of his hands. Cracks me up. Cracks me up. All right. Number Good old John Ritter. Yeah. Toast to John. Toast to John. Cheers. Cheers to Careful. John. Tiny glasses. Mm-hmm. Gone too soon, man. It is. My number three, uh, technically, well, not technically. When it was broadcast, it was one episode. On DVD, it's two episodes, but it's the finale, which is called My Finale. Mm-hmm. All based around JD has taken another job. He's finally going to leave Sacred Heart and move on to another job. And uh, dare I say, dare I create controversy, create debate, but it is the best sitcom finale of all time. We all know this, the finale to Seinfeld sucks. Yep. We all know the Seinfeld to Friends sucks. The Seinfeld to Friends sucks? The, How does that work? The finale to Friends <laughs> sucks. That was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Sitcoms have a hard time. Well, a lot they of shows have a hard time season. getting it right. Scrubs got it right. See, the season eight finale, the true finale of Scrubs is a fantastic episode. We find out the janitor's real name finally. We uh did we? Well, <laughs> yes, we did. I mean, you don't know for certain when you watch, but it is confirmed by the show creator I get that. later. But not everybody digs yeah. into that. Right. Because he yeah, behind the scenes. He stuff. tells JD his real name is Glenn Matthews, but as JD is walking away, somebody walks up to him and says, Hey Tommy, or hey Tim, I think <laughs> right, it's Tommy right, or Timmy. Right. Um putting that doubt in there. Yeah, put yeah, because obviously the janitor has lied constantly Every, throughout the entire series to, the to JD about many, many things. So JD finally finagles a hug from Dr. Cox in the finale, which is fantastic. The lo- hug Huge. he's been waiting for forever. He overhears Dr. Cox talking to somebody about what a fabulous doctor. I think Dr. Cox is the best damn doctor that's ever come through this hellhole or something, I think is his exact words. Wow. So yeah, it's, and then of course, that final scene where he walks out of the hospital and the the big sign they had put used a sheet to to create a goodbye JD sign and, and he's seeing all the images on it of him and Elliot getting married and having a baby and then them all spending Christmas together with all of Aww. with all of the the Cox kids and and the Turkleton kids and <laughs> and you think my name is Turkleton? Yeah, Turk Turkleton. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, and of course, I mean, if you're, if you're, uh, yeah, if, if you're emotional, you are going to probably cry a little bit at the end of that one. It was, if you have a heart, it was a good moment. So, and then the sign gets ripped down and there's a janitor throwing it in the garbage can, but not janitor. The janitor is played by Bill Lawrence, the show creator. Mm-hmm. So Bill Lawrence says good night to JD. And that's the end of the. That's it. That's the end of it. Should have been. Should have been. And they got fucking greedy. You did. And I'm going to get greedy on my number three. Oh, boy. Here we go. Going to bend the rules. Okay. Because you just did. No, I didn't. You said two to one. No. Yep. No. What I just... said it was a two-parter. Yeah, but when it was broadcast, it was broadcast as a one-parter. Well, 
Ha! Mine wasn't. Hmm. Mine was a two-parter. Surprise, surprise. Dimple's breaking the rules. And been, and then merged and bled over into a third. You wonder why your daughters have grown up to be such rule breakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why. They see dad do this. So I'm including three oh, in my Jesus third, Christ. my top three. There was never a three-parter? There was never a three-parter. So I have a two-parter and then a jump <laughs> to the conclusion of a storyline. That's what I did. Boom. I couldn't I couldn't pick. Now, out of the three. Is anybody interested in hosting a podcast? <laughs> See what I have to deal with? First one is my occurrence. Yes. First appearance of Brandon Frazier as um, Jordan's brother Ben. Brother and, Ben. And uh, Dr. Cox's best friend. And then he then it goes rolls into my hero. Um, and then boom, takes a big jump into a couple seasons, and then my screw up. Mm-hmm. So um, but I enjoy the character. I think it's he's funny in that. Um, I think it brings a nice, a fresh, uh, you know, just a nice. Uh, he, he's great. Burst in it. He's yeah. great. In the show. So he's... all three episodes. Yeah. Um, I love it. The first scene, he's got the nail through his hand with the yeah. door. And JD and just passes out. <laughs> he's just <laughs> whatever. First time we hear eagle. <laughs> he's laying on the floor, and they're they, like, you're you're seeing it from JD's. You're like, what? Does this bother you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's good stuff. See? Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, yes. But Ben eagle. gives GD, JD the first eagle. Yep. Yep. Which is where I'm at this. Um, and they do. They go to throughout the three of them. They do a great job of mixing in the humor with sad because he ends up having uh, lupus, leukemia. I'm sorry. Leukemia. Leukemia. Um, which he had to tell him. And then that's where he disappears for a while. Yes. Because he went off to see the world. Yes. And then into the third uh, gap where he comes back. Um, which in the third episode is my favorite of the three, but he followed. And, and it's not unusual that all three episodes that Ben would follow Dr. Cox around and they would. Yeah. Uh, they're always in scenes. They're together always in scenes together. I mean, they're rounds. best friends. Right. So, um, so there you go. And now I'll, uh, we'll talk more about uh, my screw up. We will, because it's on my list. I figured it was in your list. Yeah, so it's definitely on my list and we're going to, break any drama about where it is on my list because I'm going to give you number two right now and it's not my screw up. So I'll let you do the math. Um, my number two is a rule breaker. Uh, <laughs> see what I put up with? I know I get in on the game. Um, I, I, yeah, I have a to be continued, a two part to be continued episode started with my lunch and ended with my fallen idol. Um, Tells a story of, well, first of all, it tells the, the first, the funny part of the story is wondering whether the Todd is gay. <laughs> Elliot and Carla think that he's gay and he exploits it. Absolutely, he does. He's the. He goes bra shopping with Elliot and he's in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, when he finally fesses up, he they 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 give him a big hug, a group big hug, and he slowly slides down. <laughs> and they're like, "What are you doing?" Motorboating. Motorboats we'll, to both of them. Yeah, I think we. Well, I want. We'll talk. I think. Yeah, if we have time left, or we'll just talk more about that particular part because that is. It's there's some funny shit in the, the Todd being the Todd is always funny, but so the whole the whole premise of the two episodes is they bring Jill Tracy back. Um, she's been in a few episodes in earlier seasons. She's a high strung woman who's stressed out, depressed. She's always got something bad going on, and they bring her back 
this time and because she's she's also very annoying and and jd and, and turk or not jd jd and cox do their best to kind of ditch her and they don't want to they don't want to spend time with her and then she ends up coming to the hospital and she's she dies and it looks like an overdose she has something in her system and so they they, they assume it's an overdose and uh at the same time they have three patients who need organ transplants so they use her organs only to find out that she didn't die of an overdose she died of rabies and all of the organs are junk and then all three of these patients eventually end up passing away because of the, the bad organs and it sends dr cox over the edge because he was the one that kind of orchestrated it. yes he orchestrated yes. look what i can do we can save all three boom 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 yep sends him over the edge he gets depressed comes to work drunk Gets suspended, has to go home. Not a good thing. So then the same, no, not a good to drunken doctor, I don't think. No. You think drunken and drive, dr drinking driving is bad. Yeah. yeah. The doctoring is probably even worse. Probably. Um, probably. So the second episode all deals with everybody trying to get him back. and uh, it, Except it, JD, who won't talk to him. Right. Initially, JD won't go there because he's upset with what he did. And uh, and then at the end, he, you know, he finally shows up for his friend. And gives him the speech, you know, tells him that, you know, he's proud of him, not 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 because of what happened, but because of after 20 years, he still cares enough to be this depressed over what happened. And uh, and then Dr. Cox has not said a word throughout the entire episode. And uh, he sits there drinking scotch, sits there drinking scotch, lots so, of scotch. So J.D. says this and then he goes to take a sip of the scotch with with Dr. Cox. And Dr. Cox just looks at him and is like you don't like scotch and that would yeah jd spits it all back into the glass and <laughs> then everything gets back to back so, to normal so it's another one of those great comedic slash emotional episodes that, that deals with death and deals with you know all the shit that these guys go through and and also does it in a funny way so well i deal with death every day my number two that was it my number two was two episodes because i'm a cheater yeah you are Motherfucker. <laughs> i have to deal with <laughs> Uh, my number two, my last word, words, my uh, last words, which is JD and Turk's big steak night, steak night. which once a year they go and pick and go get, get a fancy steak and they do the steak night, steak night song and dance. We're going to steak night. We're going to eat it right. We're going to steak night. We're going to eat it right. So they sing that throughout the beginning of the episode. Um, so in the course of that, that's all they talk about. It's a big deal. They go into a, a patient, George, get into his um, room and kind of talk about getting to know him. And he's one last wish because they find out he's dying. He first says, Shall we sing? Shall we sing? The steak night song was to be sung every steak night and had been for the last decade. All clear, the dance was new. We're gonna steak night. We're gonna eat it right. Steak is such a treat. It is the world's best meat. Best meat! Ah, come on. That's good stuff right there. I love how giddy they get about these things. <laughs> Spending time together. It's amazing. The dance, which was new. It's just new. <laughs> so the guy wants a cigar. Obviously, can't have that. And he says, I love the taste of beer. So the boys go out and they get him a, bring him back a beer. 
for his for his last kind of wish. Um, and he says, "Boy, that's that's really good." So as they're leaving for steak night, they run into Ted, who Ted, you know, is typing up his will and says, "Oh, well, they had." George had mentioned that, you know, you guys go have fun on your steak night. I know you're you're waiting to go. My family will be here any minute. Ted tells him, oh, he doesn't have any family. He's donating everything to charity. So charity. So charity makes you that you laugh. <laughs> I just never thought of he's donating his organs to charity. All of his his money. Oh, Did okay. I say organs? <laughs> I thought he his, his will is, is everything is possessions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I guess could be his organs. Yeah, yeah. No, that is funny. What dumbass gives a shit to charity? <laughs> charity. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they turn around and they go back. And they're like, dude, you got to go. You're going to stake then. They said, no. No, George. We're going to hang with you. And they ride him out. They ride it out. Okay. They, they do. They do. And they tell stories. Um, and the one story, he talks about his dad. And how his dad always said, that's when they, he learned long beard sneaky pants. <laughs> Wait, are you trying to say I have sneaky pants? Take it how you will. My, my nickname's not the beard. So, um... Wait, will you smell? <laughs> long beard sneaky pants. Now he's known as Kevin. Because <laughs> once he cleaned up, he said, your dad was an influence on me. Blah, blah, blah. So that was a very tender. You know, they, they, they hung out with George all night. They did. They're such sweet kids. And then at one point, G, um, and they kind of go through the whole thing. You know, you go through denial. He's going to cry. <laughs> denial and acceptance. And Here he comes. And, um, and so it's kind of a, it's best, uh, quiet moment. And then he says to, you know, what do you think about death? And JD says, you know, I just hope that your last thought before death is a nice one. And then the old man goes, busts out laughing, saying, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. Or him and Turk start laughing at JD. But then as they go, the old man, George, says, I'm, I'm tired, but, man, that beer was tasty. Yeah. And then he fades away. And he fades away. Yeah. And then the boys go to the roof and jump off and, and talk. And <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of make notes of that. You know what? Yeah. He had a nice thought before he went. Yeah. yeah. So there, I'm going to stop before I, <laughs> I cry too much because he's heartless and he, he he's heartless. He's heartless, people. I'm not heartless. I'm not heartless. I'm medicated. It's different. I used right. to, I'm trying to get medicated. I used to cry at commercials. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. That's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're on to number ones. Yep. We are on to number ones. All right, on to episode number one on my list, your list, our lists. Little little bit of the teeny left. Little teeny left. Easy let's, on the teeny. Let's uh, wrap up the teeny with the teeny. All right, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to give you number one. We're going to talk. Because it's big stuff, number one. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you've been dying to hear number one. I'm sure. I'm sure nobody's turned it off by now because they're like, we got to hear number one. If I've gone this far, you got to know. Why would I hear number all the way up to number two and then be like, they've been going, well, that one would have been my number one. What could their number one be? My number one has already been spoken of slightly. My my number one. And again, well, no, not again. (laughs) For the first time. What kind of again? My deja vu, my deja vu. (laughs) 
that's not it. That is an episode. My deja vu, my deja vu is an episode, but that's not my number one. My number one is my screw up. And it is not only the number one best episode of Scrubs, it is the best sitcom episode of all time. Bam. Bam. You heard it here first. This yeah, is the one we talked one. about. <clears throat> uh, ben, this this is Ben's death. A couple, ep- couple seasons after we've met him, he uh, has traveled the world. He comes back. He did not keep up. He did not see doctors while he was traveling the world. So the leukemia is taking its toll on him. Uh, Dr. Cox has to leave the hospital. He leaves, he leaves JD in charge of two patients, an old man who's got something wrong with him and is dying and of Ben, but he tells JD basically to Ben is your only focus kind of a thing. And JD says, well, I can't, I can't do, I gotta, I gotta pay attention to both of them. So when Cox gets back to the hospital, JD with Ben with him, Ben's with him. Um, because yeah, no, you, because you're, you, you don't know who, because we're led. That's the thing. We don't know who. JD, JD says, I'm sorry, I did everything I could, but I couldn't save him. And we assume, we don't know who he's talking about. We assume he's talking about the old man. We do, and I, that's why I thought... No, but Ben's okay. not standing there. Okay. Um, but then Ben is, later on, you see him following Dr. Cox around, and he interacts with Dr. Cox. But there's a scene earlier on where Ben is always taking pictures. And he says, I'm going to take pictures till the day I die. And after the whole death thing happens, if you pay close attention, you realize that that character is no longer carrying a camera around. So that's kind of one of the hints that he's... Didn't catch it. Yeah, that he is now gone. So, 14 times I've watched it and I still haven't caught on. <laughs> you are a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Every and, time I'm like, ah. And we've talked about this episode like four times now. <laughs> so wait, what happens? And I still don't know what the fuck happens. <laughs> So yeah, it has the M Night Shamalama Bob twist ending. Um, they because, all... because Dr. Cox is talking about I do not, I don't have time to go to my son's birthday. Right. Yes. It's all. Yep. So he he gets in a fight with JD because of the death, and he tells him to go home, and I'm going to take your patient. So he stayed at the hospital for three days, working yes. over the, around the clock to avoid going to his son's, as he says, yeah, my son's birthday party. Right. With the annoying kids and the annoying parents, and he just and and so he's doing everything to avoid going to this event yes and then as they get to the event they show up and 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 dr cox says something to jd and, and jd says to him he says where where do you think you are and uh, and that's when it finally becomes that's when ben you see ben standing there at that point they walk up together and then ben fades away yeah, at that yeah. point you're right yes ben is there um and that's yeah when, i'm right <laughs> ching um that's when Dr. Cox finally realizes and, and you know comes to him that Ben is Ben is gone. Um so he's not avoiding this child's birthday party, he's avoiding the funeral. He's avoiding the funeral. Yes. Yes. Um but the, the the episode, you know, like all these episodes that we talk about, heartfelt. It was I when that. I when I had feelings I cried. Um it also had some comedy to it. Oh, absolutely. You know, they had uh they had the the Turk storyline to it was Carla wanted Turk to have his his mole removed, which he called his tickle button, and and he wants her. She she tells him she's not going to change his name after or change her name after they're married. So he's like, if I remove my mole, will you change your name? And that's the deal that they make. And there's a scene where the mole we, we have a little <laughs> fantasy scene, and the mole is like got a face on it and it's talking, and 
Um, yeah. And, and then there's the, uh, the, the, I don't even know how we get into the locker room of the hospital, but there's a scene in the locker room of the hospital and JD comes out of the shower and he's wearing a long pair of shorts <laughs> and they look at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Just in the shower. He's like, it's like shower shorts for the man who has nothing to hide, but still wants to. <laughs> Comes with a wallet too. <laughs> but then it, with a yeah, then it what do you call that with a yeah, like it's not got, elastic band, but it yeah, pulls up. Yep, snaps back. So that's my number one, and I don't. I, I again, I don't know how that ended up lower than number one on your list, but it's probably because you're not as big a fan as I am. Well, to be fair, I, I do have because it was included in my three with Ben. Yeah, and I do have a note right here. The third episode is my favorite. Yeah, you said that before. That's fine, but that still doesn't make it number one on your list. No, I like Steve Knight. I mean, it wasn't even number two on your list. No. So it's number three on your list. No. Do you you want to hear the true number one episode of Scrubs of all time? I got to go, actually. (laughs) You're embarrassed. It's okay. Click stop. You can admit you're wrong. Okay. I'll admit I'm wrong when I'm wrong. Okay. All right. The the, the greatest Scrubs episode Mm -hmm. is my overkill. With the guest star, I'm not wrong. Colin Hayes, singer from Men at Work, then the incorporated into JD coming walking down, and he's everywhere. Colin Hayes peers, he's singing acoustically, um, Overkill. Yeah, and they kind of glance at him, but they don't really recognize or not really incorporate him into their lives. But he's always there. Don't they tip him at like he's playing on a park bench or something, and they Maybe. throw him a little money? <laughs> so they, they acknowledge him, yeah. but then he's in the morgue because yeah. he's. JD's looking at a dead body, and he's the dead body. And then and he, he starts gets, singing. Yes. And he's playing his guitar. And he's all blue. And he's blue. So throughout the episode, he's singing that song. And I, I forget because I I love, enjoy it, but the parts of the song incorporate with what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And they overkill. Well, that's that. the other thing we don't we never really talked about, but Scrubs was one of those, one of the first shows that brought music really into the show and incorporated the music with the scenes and with the they were one of the first, and now it's pretty normal. Yes, but yeah, they yeah. were one of the first ones. So anyway, go on. Well, I mean that that got me right there, you know. Yeah. And I yeah. and I always loved out of the uh, '80s bands. I do, you know, Men at Work was a big part of that. Well, we were we were supposed to go see Colin, and then the pandemic happened. But it, it was I'm going to say based off of this, seeing him play acoustic, I searched out and watched. There's a great documentary out there about Colin Hayes since the whole you know, the 80s things went away. He's been touring by himself, yeah. doing acoustic shows. And I almost went a couple of years ago to Milwaukee to see him. Yep. It's just him and his guitar. And yes, and based off that, I think it was, we were talking and and you're like, oh, you like it? I'm like, yeah, I would have gone to Milwaukee in a heartbeat. So yeah. we, yes, we, we bought tickets to... Yeah, we were supposed to see him in... Indiana? Uh, Indiana, something like that, yeah. Um, small place. Probably one of the one of the cancellations I was heartbroken about. Well, yeah. Um, amongst them all. Um, so yeah, so ever since then, I just, if you, it's great. I, I don't know the name of the documentary, but it's out there and it's just, he talks, but he, he tells stories and he sings his songs and, um, he tells about his life. He, he's always, I've heard he's content right now. It's a great documentary. Well, and I've heard he, he could be a stand up comedian if you want. Like his stories between stories. songs are that funny that he could do stand up comedy if he wanted. He's to. a good, yeah, he's got a great personality and you, and he comes off in that episode. So yeah. he's not, you know, so he's not in every scene, blah, 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 but come on. That's the first episode we see. The Todd in a banana hammock. 
Well, apparently that resonates more with you than it does with me. So, because I'm used to seeing you walk around in banana hammock. So you were not you were not in Costa Rica with me. I did send you the pictures. Though. You did send me the pictures. I'm like, oh, I just got pictures of them. Of oh, there's some nice modeling pictures. Yeah, thank you. There are no other pictures of scenery. I'll be in his maybe, banana hammock. Maybe we should get those on the Facebook page as part of this. We want to keep people as part right? of this episode. We want to keep people. Come on. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. They're funny. You don't have feelings. I'm not trying to be a model. I'm trying to be funny. And a banana hammock is funny. It is funny. It, it is funny. Especially considering who I was with in Costa Rica was mortified by it. <laughs> that made it even more funny. I, I do remember getting those big pop up. And I, we're in a, I was in a meeting. And I, a couple of people that know you. And I'm like, so, you know, Dean's on vacation right now. And yeah, he felt the need to send me pictures <laughs> on the beach. You're like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, no, not of the beach. Well, I sent it to a co-worker, too. So it got passed around for the people that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. I'm not shy. No, it's, it was, it was, it made me laugh. It, it covered crazy. my entire buttocks. It, really, it wasn't it a was thong. Really, it yeah. wasn't. But that became a uh, running theme then in uh, Todd in the Banana Hammock. <laughs> yeah, they're now we're done with the top five list, right? So now we can just talk more. Well, hold on, I got a okay. couple of highlights from that show, which is makes me laugh. Um, two things in that episode that include that make this propel to number one for me. Colin Hayes is just the bonus, and I would love it no matter what because I think the way they did that was awesome. Okay. Um, but <laughs> one funny scene was there's I don't remember the 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 talk as a very serious talk. JD comes in on Elliot. Elliot was changing. She turns around. Her shirt's off. She's only standing there in a bra. Okay, and, it's my favorite. Yep. And JD, you could just tell, was like locked eyes with Elliot. She's trying to be serious, and he's, you know, <laughs> don't look down. Don't look down. Doing, don't what, look all, down. doing what all guys do. Doing all guys. I'm <laughs> trying to be respectful. Don't look down. Look down. And she's like, finally goes, fine, look. <laughs> Get it out of the way and look. And then he, um, of course, he had the sound effects, you know, his eyes. He, his yeah. neck, he goes. <laughs> yeah, they were still doing sound effects back then. <laughs> he kind of looks down. Yeah. And they're like, okay, now we can yeah. Now we can move on. You look. Yeah. So, but the way they the way they played it out was was pretty freaking funny. Um, and then I, and I think it was because the that's when Jordan told it. Well, it was the the beginning of there was a season one of two. Oh, the this last is the episode when Jordan tells that she slept yes. with JD. Yes. But then is... she told us she told the truth about everybody. Right. Yep. Like, you're this. You're that. She blows the whole thing. Blows them up, and they all. Doctor Cox is still in love with Carla. Yeah. And. Turk knows and yeah, all the yeah, all the things. So that was yes. the driver to the episode, um, and I think that was the overkill part. Um, but what the this is one of my favorite. After that, so Carla kicks Turk out of the bed. So you see JD and Turk in bed, <laughs> and Jade and Turk's got his shirt up, and JD's got the covers up to his neck, <laughs> and he kind of you know the whole yep, you can sleep in here, buddy, anytime you want. But when you can, when can you go back? And Turk gets up and. Pulls the cover off JD and he's fully dressed head to toe. <laughs> and he's like, I said, we got to sleep head to toe. Head, head to, to toe, toe. Head to toe. toe. <laughs> so throughout the thing, even when Carla allows him to come back, he still sleeps in the bedroom <laughs> with JD and they're talking and they're getting more comfortable. And then towards the end, they get into a little fight. Turk <laughs> goes to JD after he's mad at him and says, tonight I'm going out for Mexican and I'll see you in bed later. <laughs> Oh. Uh, one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. And how can you not love Scrubs? How can you not make that number one? Why? Well, my overkill. Look yeah. it up. Well, it didn't even make my top 
It didn't even make an honorable mention for I me. I understand that. I but that's okay. I here. Here's the simple truth about all this joking aside. <laughs> making a top five list of favorite Scrubs episodes was nearly impossible it's for hard. me. It was hard. So I could have made a top. I don't know how what they went eight seasons, 20. I mean, there's 150 episodes of Scrubs, yeah. somewhere around there. Um no, I, if we were to do the say, okay, now research and come back and Weeks and do it again. I they might get a well, yeah, because neither one of us had any of the episodes with um Michael J. Fox, which were great episodes. Well, they were, and I th- and I thought about it, but I didn't research those. I mean, the first way. episode of Michael J. Fox, where he's dealing with his OCD, is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it, is, it is so good. So, I mean, there's just stuff that, yeah, there's a lot completely got you know, but it's hard. I mean, you try and do top five, and yeah, um, and my buddy, uh, I, I had explained to a friend of mine at work. That we were doing Scrub because he had, we had talked blah 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 and he his favorite he goes my favorite episode, my my favorite TV series is Scrubs mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's funny because we're we're doing top five Scrub episodes and going to drink apple teenies and uh, he and then Friday when I said we were going to do that which is fun he, he goes oh I'm he goes that makes me so happy he goes I'm so happy that you guys you know are going, you, going to drink apple teenies tonight did you think it was neat um, neato keen. <laughs> Is what he thought. Did he say anybody who doesn't listen to that is a square? <laughs> I just drew a square with my fingers. Um, but his favorite episode of all time is Steak Night. Okay. But I knew the minute we said this, Overkill was my favorite episode, and it's the it's the truth. Okay, so you're both wrong, <laughs> and that's fine. Did not just say the subjective. And... No, it's true. It's true. You. Um, I I don't think my my favorite episode would ever change. Yeah. But I do think my top five list would. Yeah, I agree. Which it, 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 would, it would go around. It's kind of like trying to uh, rank your favorite Dave Matthews song. It changes. Virtually impossible. Except that the stone is the best of all. <laughs> so number one never changes. But So here's the, here, not to move off of it, but that was funny. I was driving with someone last weekend, and they asked me that question. What's your favorite Dave Matthews song? And yeah. it was playing. And I'm like, well, depends on my mood. Depends on the day. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. you got to nail it down. Just, you know something like like you do to me i don't know what that meant and so what i did was as we're driving along and i'm and i just went the one that was playing i'm like right now this is my favorite song <laughs> and then three minutes later the next song will come on and i just go oh, that's my favorite uh right now this is my my favorite song <laughs> right <laughs> so for the 20 minutes around driving every time it's and they're like all right i get it <laughs> and for the so, and for the 20 minutes <laughs> that you're watching scrubs that episode is your favorite my favorite yeah so. Oh, yeah. Right now, this is my favorite song. <laughs> and we left so much out. And we could talk about, I could talk about Scrubs for the next five hours, but I know we're already long. We're an hour and 15. We, um, we want to keep these things manageable. So we're going to, we're going to cut her down. The Appletinis are gone. Appletini is gone. We're going to call it a Tumblr is gone. Call it an episode. We, we love you for listening. We any, hope. Uh, any other highlights? No, you're done. You're good. Uh, like I said, I could I could talk for I could right. talk forever. I mean, JD when JD gets kicked out of the apartment and he goes to this is why I was going to mention it when you were talking about the banana hammock, and he goes <laughs> to Todd's place to to see if he can stay there. And Todd's <laughs> is only one rule when you stay at Casa de Todd, you got to hammock up. <laughs> and he opens a a cabinet that's just all banana hammocks, and he's he pulls one out and he's like, "This looks like your size. It's a medium." And JD goes. I'm an extra medium. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I, yeah, I love to use the, the, the expression extra medium, especially <laughs> when I see 
the muscle bound fucktards. The muscle bound. That was a cut at me. No, no, I'm gonna, that, was a, I'm gonna, that was a direct cut at me. No, I'm going to cut that up. The muscle. <laughs> especially when I see, especially when I see the muscle bound guys in their extra tight t shirts. We get it. You have muscles, douchebag. Okay. <laughs> Just wear a bigger shirt. You know, it's not like I wear an extra tight shirt to accentuate my fucking beer belly. Like, we all know I have it. We do. But I wear a shirt big enough to. Yeah. Fair enough. So I work just as hard for my beer belly as they do for their fucking muscles. So <laughs> it ain't easy. You keep. Yep. There you go. It ain't easy. All right, man. All right. Another one of the books. I love you. Cheers. Cheers. Appletinis. Make sure Cheers. to uh, like us. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to rate. Make Where? sure to review. Um, we're on Instagram yes. as Dimples and the Beard. We're on cocktail. We're on Facebook as Cocktails with Dimples and the Beard, and we have a brand new logo, beautiful courtesy beautiful. of my friend Becky. Beautiful, beautiful. But we put through heck and high water to because <laughs> we're a little OCD. Sorry, Becky, but you created lovely logos, love and we loved the forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> they were all terrific. They were great. So yes, our new logo is out there. Thank you so much, Becky. Um, Oh, she said, she did say, she said, you don't have to give me any credit, just have a drink for me. So we had a drink for you. This Appletine is a dedication to her. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the help. Again, for those of you who love the uh, the intro and the outro, thank Miss Carlotta Wood for the help. Because our intro, I, I could I could just listen to the first five seconds. Our intro is fantastic. Um, but listen to more. Um, yeah. Anyway. Great. That's all you're going to listen to now. Right. All right. Love you, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Cast. Electric Cast.